All right, here we are. It's the second episode, the sequel episode of the uh, the Million Movie Podcast. It is Mr. Geary. I'm here with Jeff Galuzzi. Hello, hello. Luke Varelli. What's up? Ryan Deptula. Yep. And Jacob Savoy. What's up? And this is a special uh, holiday vacation episode. So how was everybody's uh, Christmas break, holiday break? Uh, any news to report? It's been it's been fun. Christmas is always the fun time of the year. It's the best time of the year, in my opinion. It's and it's, it's very fun. All these guys slept over my house last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you guys had a big sleepover. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Big cuddle session. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, did anybody get anything good for Christmas? Yeah. I got, yeah. A, I got a nice Xbox. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I got to that watch that movies on. Do <laughs> yeah, you have that game? It. What's that? That that space exploration game? Starfield. Oh, Starfield? Yeah. I was it's, just talking about I, it yesterday. I'm downloading yeah. it. So I, I got good. it. Really? Yeah. You think you like it? I'm about to get oh, I, mean, I hate it. on it. Despise Starfield so much. <laughs> Why, I played it when it came out and I just. D1 hater. Put in my controller. <laughs> Don't you just. Isn't it like an open world, like in space? Well, it's it like. Is, it yeah. is, but it isn't. It's like. I don't know. No, it is. <laughs> I've never played it. it. I have no plans on playing it because I'm just so lazy. Awesome. I'm about to get down to it. All right. Well, we're here today. We're talking um, talking some holiday movies that we enjoy, perhaps some under the radar or movies that you don't really think about taking place uh, as Christmas movies. And then um, we're going to also talk about what we've been watching for break. And um, speaking of break, we're going to take a break here and we'll be right back on the Million Movie Podcast. Stay tuned. All right, we're back here on the Million Movie Podcast and um, we're talking holiday movies here and uh, movies we like. Maybe they're popular. Maybe you've heard of them. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you don't consider them a Christmas movie or a holiday movie. Um, and we would like to talk about them. So, um, Jacob, why don't you go first? Holiday movie. All right. Hot take. I don't think, you know, for Christmas time, Elf doesn't <laughs> ring the jingle bells for me. Wow. He doesn't ring the bells for me. Not, not. All right, but here's the thing. You sit on a throne of lies right now. <laughs> no, no. Why don't you like that I've movie? That movie is classic. I've seen it twice. It's good. Don't get me wrong. Yapping when he's eating the gum off the thing. Yeah, well, I, we were so trying to motion you off, Mike. Stop have, chewing gum. Like the world's best coffee. Ready? Hold on. Intermission. Awesome. <laughs> he missed the show. Uh, why don't you <laughs> like anyways, Elf? I don't know. It's just, it's just I don't know. I, when I don't he eats the spaghetti it, with all the stuff. I'm getting to oh. it. All right. Listen, I, I don't know. It's just, it, I, don't, I don't love it. I know my favorite, my two favorite. Polar Express and The Grinch. All right, but let's get back to why don't you like Elf? Why are you... I don't love it. It's just... It doesn't engage me. It's hilarious. Bro, I watched it. I watched it on Christmas. Mm. I I haven't seen it in a good amount of years, so maybe it's time to rewatch it. It's been Will Ferrell. I think it is one of the few, like, recent movies, recent as in 20 years, that, like, has, like, taken its place among culture as sort of like a classic. holiday classic. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's, it's a classic. classic. I just think it's, it's a great movie. Watch every year movies. Yeah, it's so open-hearted. It's so generous in spirit. And that ending, that 
could be corny, but actually I really love when they're all singing yeah, uh, in Santa Times Claus Square. is coming to town in uh, yeah. Central Park. And then this the real Santa and he's flying through. I love that part. I love the opening part when he's on the ice flow going to uh, New York. And it's filmed like the old, yeah. um, the old uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer yeah. uh, animated specials as sort oh, of the stop snowman? motion. Yeah, the, yeah. the snowman. Yeah, I know they mix it in there, and they talk yeah. to whatever the snowman's. They talk. To, it's like a crazy crossover. Yeah, yeah it is. Louis or something. All right, so we found out what Jacob doesn't like. <laughs> what do you like? What is one that you could recommend for us? I mean, like, oh, I recently I just watched this year for the first time, Fred Claus. What is that, and where is it playing? Where can okay, people so find that? I I think it's on uh, like uh, I think it's on like Max or like Hulu, but yeah. So Fred Claus, it's basically I'm a the brother of Santa Claus, is in New York, and he's like living with his girlfriend, and like he has like his own like life, but like no one knows that. So like his name is Fred Claus, but everyone's just like oh, like you're just Claus. But no, his brother is really Santa Claus, and Dang. it's like Christmas time, and they have this like 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 lifelong beef. It's a great movie. <laughs> From 2007. It looks like it is streaming. He's be- he beefs with, with Chris <laughs> Kringle. Yeah, Chris bro, 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 with his brother. And, like, it's it's just cool. So he's he is Santa Claus's brother? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Fred? Yeah, and, like, they're, they're, One's named like, Santa, the other's named Fred. No, Paul Giamatti Nick. and Nick. Vince Vaughn. That's a pretty oh, impressive cast. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it's, it's really good. Yeah, yeah, well, it was... Who's Fred in this? Yeah, Paul? who's who? Fred is the brother, and then oh. Saint Nick is Nick. Vince Vaughn. Uh, is Vince Vaughn. Nick. The Billy, good jolly lad. All right. <laughs> All right, Ryan. How about you? What's a what's a Christmas movie recommendation uh, or a holiday movie? We shouldn't just say Christmas. Holiday movie it's, recommendation. It's not under the radar, but it's more commonly associated with Halloween. But uh, oh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, people. A lot of people. It is more of a Halloween vibe. But, Spooky. Um, any chance to watch a Nightmare Before Christmas, you should take. And Christmas is one of those chances because he spends a good amount of time in Christmas. It's, it's, I feel like it, I personally watch it more on Halloween. Oh, I do too. I think, it's, but it does but, straddle both holidays. It is, yeah, yeah, it's, that's, that's it, the point. And it's it looks beautiful. It, the, the music is beautiful. The music, the the uh, the sort of the it really has the Tim Burton aesthetic. Yeah, the, yeah. I love Tim Burton. I think Jack Skellington and. Sally, some of the most iconic like characters and shots are in that movie. Yeah, is that the stop motion. Movie? It yeah, is stop, stop motion. motion. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna it's probably so the best stop motion. It's so. Movie. There's gonna be more stop motion for like Christmas movies though, because there's a lot. Yeah, of there's a lot of like a lot of those old like the Rudolph, Rudolph movies and, uh, too yeah. with stop motion. Oh, bro, bro. Yeah. and those old like Santa the old movies ones? like the, yeah, the old Rudolph with the with the abominable snowman going. Banger alert! <laughs> oh my God, I love that movie so much. Yeah, that was this is not a banger. All right, what do you got, Luke? What's uh, what's a good uh, Christmas movie? All right, it's uh, God, I haven't wa- I watched this again this year, but I used to watch it when I was younger. Uh, it's an animated movie. It's called Arthur Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. No, this is what I, I wanted. I Ones you've never heard of. I'm what is Arthur Christmas? So no, it's basically like it. it's like Santa's like a like a like a generational thing that gets passed on. So if I if I remember correctly, it's uh, this guy Arthur and his dad, right? It's, yeah, his dad is Santa Claus, and his grandfather was also Santa Claus before him. But he and his brother are like kind of competing, and he's not gonna be Santa, but he really wants to be. So like he goes out of his way to like do all these great things, deliver this gift. Like, it's it's really good. It's like a modern like take yeah. on Santa Claus. So it's, it's like it a fun is one from. Uh, I remember some scenes. I remember watching it. I remember like some scenes with like some gnome. 
Like the gnomes? Yeah, something the with the gnomes. gnomes. It's a 2011 yeah, animated that's movie. That's 2011, damn. Santa's clumsy son, Arthur, sets out on a mission with Grand Santa to give out misplaced presents to a young girl in less than two hours on Christmas Day. I'm getting this from IMDb. Uh, this voice, so it's animated. This yeah. cast is stacked. James McAvoy, Jim Broadbent, Bill Nye, Hugh Laurie, Imelda Staunton. So you got uh, basically uh, who's who in British James, uh, James actors. played Arthur? Wow. Uh, Laura Linney apparently is in this. Ava Longoria. Wow. Michael Palin. Wow. Robbie Coltrane. Boy, oh boy. Joan Cusack. So I have never heard of this movie. Oh, what's this called? Arthur, Arthur Christmas. Arthur Christmas. I've seen it. It's, a, so it's, a, it's a good one. They got like the, they got, like, the shield Christmas. helicarrier as the, uh, as the sleigh in the movie. Like it's, what? it's like Santa's like so advanced now. He has a oh, shoe. Yeah, oh. yeah, it's like, it's like they have like a big ship, and then they, the elves like do all like the presents stuff. So Santa really doesn't. All right. In, in my Fraudulent. lifetime, I think I've seen it, but I don't really remember it. I, I guess it's. Well, maybe old. it's time to catch up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Catch up, elf. All right, Jeff. What do you, Jeff? What do you got? All right. So for my, uh, it's not. It's 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 an older movie, but for a while I didn't like want to watch it because it was it was like black and white it was like old but um it's a wonderful life yeah. in my oh, opinion one of the best movies it's one of the so best movies good. like it's ho- it's sad it's like it's it's deep it's, yeah it's, Dude, it it's a thinking, beautiful like, movie just, yeah it and is beautiful it took me like i watched it when i was really young and i didn't fully get it and i watched it like i think la- i haven't watched it this year I, I have to but i watched it last year and i really like understood like all of like the stuff that like i didn't really understand yeah. when i was younger i watched it this year too it was, yeah it's yeah, uh it's i don't always love old black and white movies i find yeah. a lot of times they're corny that one, that one hits hard. Yeah. Like it's a lot yeah, darker than I think you remember. It's, like yeah, it deals yeah. with suicide and yeah, he, he despondency himself. and yeah. depression, and uh, it uh, it definitely has a great turn yeah. by um, Jimmy Stewart and his wife is uh, I believe it's Donna Reed, and uh, yeah, it is a great great yeah, Frank is, Capra movie. Yeah, it just shows like a lot of like the. George like Bailey. highs and lows it just it's a very like it's almost like a sad Christmas movie yeah and, and, like, and then the end yeah. is kind of like it's the like most happy ending yeah you're it's like, great it's a great George, it's a feel good George Bailey is one of the most like likable and like <laughs> not relatable but very like extremely likable and like you can empathize with yeah. character it deals with issues that people are still dealing with today around the holidays yeah. so like financial I about like a yeah. decade so I gotta catch up yeah <laughs> it, it's one of the best movies it's I think it's I think it's a top five Christmas movie but it's a great movie in general. Yeah. Like you, you don't you don't need to watch it on Christmas because it's not like too much of a Christmas movie. If people are wondering too. It just plays every day on Christmas Eve. Does it really? Channel. I feel yeah. like it's like it doesn't play all that often. Anymore. I feel like every year. I, I feel, feel like it used to be on nonstop, on and then the rights got bought. And I feel like it I is. I think it's also on like Amazon Prime. No, I, I thought like it was Peacock. I feel like I've never seen It's a Wonderful Peacock. Life. Like uh, I think I always watch it when it's like on TV. Yeah. Like I never, like, I never watch it like, on like a. Like, oh, Amazon has it. Like it's always on TV. It's just I feel like it was always on during Christmas. So I think yeah, it's apparently it's on Prime. It's like one of those TNT movies. But I also feel like it's on Peacock. I don't yeah. know. I just remember my first time watching it. It was with like my uncle in his house, and like I was like, "What is this? this is so old!" But I'm not watching this. And then I was like watching it because uh, it was as a kid, and I was like, "Wow, this is like cool." It's yeah. like it's like it's it's black and white, but like it's yeah, it doesn't matter. Like matter. It, it, like yeah. after you get through it a little bit, like you kind of just like and, like you love it. Like yeah, well, it's a classic for a reason. Yeah, uh, I picked one. Um, this movie is one 
that my wife and I stumbled on. This was in 2020. Uh, it was uh, in the heart of the pandemic, that pandemic winter. So, you know, not much was going on that year. Uh, we were stuck in the house. Things were shut down. And we uh, came across this movie on Netflix called Jingle Jangle, which we uh, love. So, yeah, it's not, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's not that well known, but um, it's really interesting. It's um, it's a musical sort of in the vein of like, um, oh, what's the Hugh Jackman one? The Greatest Showman or something like that. It takes place in this sort of weird kind of timeless, somewhat turn-of-the-century steampunk area. It's not really... Diff- it looks sem- sort of European, sort of... Um, it, it's not, you know, it, it exists sort of outside of time, and uh, it involves an inventor who invents this sort of magical toy, this magical sort of steampunk creation, and his apprentice steals it, and then it jumps ahead into the future... And his apprentice has become sort of a Willy Wonka of toys, sort of a world-famous kind of toy inventor. And the original inventor has kind of become sort of a sad, broken old man. And now his granddaughter sort of kind of takes him on a Christmas adventure to kind of get his invention back. And uh, the cast is predominantly African-American, which uh, I like. You don't see a lot of... um, He's in it. You know, there's not enough kind of classic Christmas movies with a mostly diverse cast. It's a musical, so great song and dance numbers. Yes, the cast is... is, um, Key Key from Key and Peele is in it. Forrest Whitaker's in it. Keegan-Michael Key is in it. Uh, The girl that plays his granddaughter, Anika Noni Rose. Um, I believe she's the granddaughter. No, I could be wrong on that. Uh, Felicia Rashad is in it, of course. Uh, Ricky Martin is in it, so it's a great cast, great music, great Christmas movie that I feel like is kind of under the radar. It looks incredible. Like, the costumes are amazing. The sets are amazing. Like I said, there's a lot of sort of steampunkish uh, inventions and devices and creations and robots and all this stuff. Um, so Jingle Jangle, it's a Netflix movie on Netflix. I gotta watch it. Highly recommend. I've never it. seen it. So it seems interesting though. It's good. Check it out. I think I've it's a good it. family movie without being like syrupy sweet or corny. Um, so that's round one. We're going again. Yeah. Yep. All right, yeah, Jake. What do you got for us? Round two here. So another kind of crazy one. I feel like I feel like everybody's seen this movie, Die Hard. Yeah. I have never seen it. What? I need to see it. I know. I've never seen it too. I know. I've never seen. Um, it. So you're talking about a movie you've never seen? <laughs> Have you never seen Die Hard? I saw. It I don't know. I don't know. I just Dude, don't like it. I, it is on I all like, the time. I have like really like <laughs> I, like you. You might not like like believe this, but I've like made days to watch it. Do they just fall through? <laughs> yeah. I, so I think I think actually today I, I might watch on, it. I think it's on Mac. Oh, it's gonna fall through. It's on all the time. <laughs> it's gonna fall. It's gonna fall. <laughs> through. And you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it on cable or stream it so it's not edited because. Like, I'm so used to watching it when it's on, like, TNT or whatever. And then I went with my buddies a couple of years ago. It was re-released in the theaters. Oh. And, like, I forgot oh, how much swearing out. is in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, so probably watch on, like, if it's on Max. Yippee it's on yeah. Max. That movie is one. We're going to do an episode one of these days on perfect movies. Uh, oh, And yeah, that is, good. in my opinion, absolute airtight perfect movie. 
Like, yeah, I've seen like, like, like small like clips and scenes of it, but it's yeah. perfect plot, perfect everything. That movie is perfect. Like Bruce Willis is that who's it's Bruce Willis. And now he's in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yes. He plays the boxer. Yeah, the game job. Pulp Fiction is my favorite movie ever. Well, this was one of his first big film happening. Because he was a comedy. Yes, he was a comedy performer, famous for like moonlighting. And then Die Hard, he was cast sort of against type as sort of an action hero. And he made it work because he was not considered at the time kind of an action hero. And he plays in the movie like a very regular guy. This is in the era of like Stallone and, and Schwarzenegger and these sort of crazy over-the-top 80s action movies. And now here's just like a regular guy kind of cast into this situation that has to use sort of his wits and his, you know, his, his kind of his wits to get out of this uh, this situation that he's in. So, yes, go watch Die Hard. Uh, I don't know how you've seen that movie. I will. For so sure. Shame on you. On <laughs> I've also never shame. seen Die Hard. Oh, I'd oh like to God. say. Guys, I apologize. You got all afternoon to watch it. <laughs> Maybe we'll watch that Jimmy's house at some point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah like in VR. Shout out Jimmy Shores. All right, Ryan, what do you got for number two? Okay, this one. I don't know if anyone else has seen this. I feel like absolutely nobody's seen this, but it's a two. It's like a short movie, but there's two of them. Okay, Luke is excited. I love this one. Prep and Landing. Yes, this is my childhood. Prep and Landing is like a 25 minute. And then there's Prep and Landing. That's the name of the movie, or there's two two movies. No, it's called Prep and Landing. Is the first movie, and then the next one is like Prep and Landing, Naughty or Nice. So it's like a 40 minute stretch. Three of them. I don't think there's three. It's about this like this elf. His name is Wayne, and he's like (laughs) kind of the old grizzled elf who like doesn't get the promotion that he thought he deserves. He's like, I don't care about Christmas. And then he got like, he's like, oh, here's your new partner. It's the young elf, and it's some goofy dude. And he what's uh, what's the other elf's name? I have no idea. I completely forgot about this. He's an absolute goober, and uh, he's like forced to deal with somebody who's like still excited about Christmas while he's just like an old elf, and he's like. Wayne, you Wayne, know, and then he like you know Lanny. he gains his love Lanny. of Wayne Christmas. and Lanny. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. I have the second, I have the second one this. is about they like yeah, have to like do a mission, brother, but it's though. with like yeah, it's his brother who's like a coal elf who's like you know yeah. the coal elves are just like these dogs that just like Dude, I'm gonna go home and watch. Work. This. Yeah. I completely. It's, it's an easy watch. It's I completely. It's, it's like it's like forty minutes if you want to watch both of them on Disney Plus. It's great. It's like, I completely I, that, that forgot like about like, this. If anyone's listening, just that was go on, on like Disney Di- Plus. Disney Channel. Or what was that? ABC. You'd always see that on there. Like <laughs> yeah. twenty-five days of Christmas. This is like a yeah. childhood movie. It came out two thousand nine. Both prep and landing movies are. These are animated or yeah. It's like a Disney. Like, I think uh, it's the same animation as uh, the Arthur Christmas. Uh, Maybe it's, I don't know. it's a personal family classic. Of yeah. we watch it every year. It's it's, it's, it's just a fun one. Like dude, yeah. and I it's like also the, a very like interesting take on what tool, elves bro. do. You know, because yeah. you get to see the elves and they like they make it into like a like a CIA mission of what yeah. they do. Yeah. So like, it's, it's like I completely it's forgot kinda, about this. It's kind of like, like a spy movie. Yeah, it is like a spy like, movie. They have like all these gadgets. He has a grenade that he like throws his kid and like sleep. And this is on what channel? It's on Disney, Disney Plus. Plus, definitely. Yeah, I right. completely. You yeah. just like prep and landing. Shook, All right, shook so many memories back from that. I completely like you said the name. I was like, what is that? And then I looked it up and I saw like I just remembered everything. Boop 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 anchor. Hmm. All right, so we learned. Uh, there's a good one. All right, Luke, how about you? All right, I got one. It's old. I think it's from the '80s. I forget the year. Uh, it's with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, Jingle All the Way. Uh, it's oh, yeah. that, that is, I think, one of the funniest Christmas movies I've ever watched. Um, I, for, I forget who he, who's the the co-star with him, uh, the other guy who's trying to get the toy. But basically, 
he is like a OJ. He's like a workaholic in that movie, and he's trying to get this toy for his son. And his son actually is the the actor who plays uh, the young Anakin Skywalker in the first. Oh, wow. uh, oh really, the, Jake Lloyd? Yeah, he, that was like one of his like first acting. Uh, uh, he didn't do a good job as young Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> so yeah, so he so he was Arnold's son in that movie. This is like back when Arnold was doing like Kindergarten Cop and. Stuff like that. So he, uh, so he's like going like around the country or to wherever it is to find this like Turbo Man toy, and it's like it's just a whole like funny plot of him just he's he's so he's so like stupid, but it came it came out in '96 by the way. Wow, '96. Yeah, it's an old one. I was thinking the Jake Lloyd timeline was not adding up. Yeah, yeah. I, when, I, like when I said '80s, it like I, at first I was like, wait, that doesn't make sense. But yeah, all right, '96, and then he did Phantom Menace in '99, yeah. and then yeah. disappeared. Yeah, that, that is collective it. consciousness. Yeah, it's a prison. The Big Show is in it. <laughs> it's giant Santa. Yeah. Well, oh, all right. Hi, right, Jeff. What do you got uh, for uh, a right. Christmas movie so or holiday a, movie? This is more of like a person. I, I don't even think it's like much of a movie, but like it kind of like is. your home movies. It's like Christmas morning. <laughs> I made it this morning. It's uh, <laughs> it's I like it last night. <laughs> It, it it's like something I always watched on Christmas, like with my mom. The, a Charlie Brown Christmas is uh-huh. yeah. It's it's like a little short <laughs> film that is great. Kind of it's just a it's per it's a perfect little like just like a feel good like to watch with the family. They they get the little tree. And they Classic sing. music by uh, Vince Gardino Gardini. Yeah. Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah, it's just like a classic. The, the old one goes so yeah. far. Strong religious <laughs> overtones in that one. Yeah, in the end they all come like yeah. Worship Christ in the end. Yeah, you're Lord and Savior. The Charlie Brown Christmas. I just, I just have so many memories of it as a kid watching it. I just, just I get so much hatred watching the Charlie when they would though because they're they're on Charlie Brown so bad. Like he gets clowned every minute of every movie. (laughs) Yeah, there's there's sort of an an inherent like cruelty baked into those. uh, (laughs) A moroseness baked into the Just seeing that, just, just that little tree that he got, and it kind of just like makes it like it was a great message that like it doesn't matter like like like, yeah. how, like how nice like the tree is. It's just like if you like it, if you love it, if you love the something, it'll be. It still has the same value. Yeah. Yes. Nice. All right. Now that, that, that's a good pick. A that's nice a good pick. pick. Yeah. I was really thinking about that either. I picked. Uh, I went to the MCU. And uh, there are a couple of MCU properties that take place around the holidays. Hawkeye on Disney Plus from a year or two ago took place around Christmas. Uh, There's the Guardians Christmas special. Uh, But I went with Iron Man 3, which uh, from 2013, that is the one. And the knock on that movie, a lot of people... People that criticize it, criticize it because uh, Tony Stark is out of his suit a lot of the movie. It's more a Tony Stark movie than an Iron Man movie, which is why I like it. Uh, in case you forgot the plot, uh, the Mandarin destroys Tony Stark's home in Malibu and like kind of destroys everything. And so Tony Stark is sort of knocked back to where he kind of was in the first movie, where he doesn't have his technology, doesn't have his suits, and kind of has to rebuild his life. Um, he's also shook up. This one takes place post, uh, Avengers. Um, so he's sort of shook up by the events of the first Avengers movie. So we kind of meet a sort of rattled, haunted, shaken up Tony Stark. And now he's without his suit, his Iron Man suit. And he ends up, um, 
because of plot contrivances. He ends up in Tennessee right around Christmas, and he sort of shacks up at the house of uh, a young boy oh, yeah. and his mom, I believe, yeah. and kind of has to rebuild yeah. himself. And it asks the question, you know, is it, am I the hero or is it the suit? Um, and a lot of the movie takes place, you know, outside in the snow, and there's Christmas lights, and uh, things are decorated. So it's written by Shane Black and directed by Shane Black. I don't know if he wrote it. I know I he remember, directed it. I remember the end of the movie, he gave that kid a bunch yeah. of stuff, what right? Yeah. Oh, Harley Keener, that, that was the kid's name. That yes. Iron Man movie is like low-key like one of like my favorite Iron Man movies. I forget, it really I forget is how good. good that movie it's is. So good. It's a feel-good movie. Well, when we do our Marvel time, rewatch, uh, we'll have to spend an episode on that. The complete trilogy. They'll complete yeah. everything. A whole yeah, Iron Man probably everybody. has the best trilogy. Yeah. Like, Mr. Gears out of all of them. I but, think um, has the best trilogy. Yeah, oh, he... Um, most yeah. consistent, I think. It's written and directed... Shane Black was one of the writers. Like every Marvel movie, there's like seven writers, and he directed it. And he's sort of known for sort of offbeat movies that take place around Christmas. He wrote Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which is a great sort of uh, buddy cop kind of movie with uh, Val Kilmer and Robert Downey Jr. that took place around Christmas. Uh, of course, he wrote and directed, I believe, um, or he had a hand in all of the Lethal Weapon movies. I know, I believe he wrote the first two, at least, and um, uh, the second one takes place around Christmas. So, Shane Black sets a lot of his movies around Christmas, and Iron Man 3 is no exception. And that kid from Iron Man 3 shows up in Endgame. Yeah. He's the, yeah, the he's That's like the, funeral, the yeah. you know the one guy at the funeral at the end yeah, like where the, people uh, are like, who is that guy? Yeah. That's the kid from Iron Man 3. The only way I knew that was... I did not know that. You gotta look it up on the internet. It's like not mentioned. Yeah. I don't think he has a speaking role, but he is he at... Be, he might be credited, I think, in the... Um, probably, but yeah, That's I looked really it up cool. afterwards. It yeah. is, I believe, the same actor. Yes, it, it's yeah, the same actor who's at Tony Stark's uh, memorial service at the end of uh, Endgame. That's sick. Yeah. That's so, so cool. So Iron Man 3. Um, that, what, all right. What a little tidbit. Now, they, that's that's yeah. why people come to this podcast. Yeah, that's why that's they listen. So, I know. I got that. That's so cool. This is why that's, <laughs> that's the greatest so cool. podcast of all. Time. Uh, the best all movie right. podcast in the school. Jacob, let's go one more, one all right. more round before this, we take a break. This is, I've completely forgotten about this. My one of my, oh my god, I love it. That, so it's so like your I'm favorite a, movie that you around. forgot about, <laughs> besides Pulp Fiction last podcast, which I'm ashamed that I forgot. <laughs> but um, uh, like, do you guys remember like um, it was like a couple of years ago. No, more than a couple of years ago. It was like um, uh, the SpongeBob, like a like a the Christmas movie, but but it was like the stop motion one where where like uh oh my was, yes yes oh my god. I will drop Santa. In my, in my box. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh my I god! Love that movie I forgot with a passion. I can't find it anywhere though. I haven't been able to find it in years. But yeah. oh my it god, I forgot it's about that. Don't be a jerk. It's Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Don't be a jerk. I absolutely love that movie with my my whole heart, my soul, my liver, and my kidneys. I forgot about that one. No, yeah. Oh my god, dude. That that movie's so good. I wonder what, yeah, like, why, like, why was it in like the stop motion? Like, That'd why didn't they pick. just do the normal? It looks so good though. Yeah. Like, I think it looks that that like also makes it so much motion. better because it's like it's like bro, the, how many seasons of the SpongeBob? Three hundred and forty-five. Yeah, it's like bro. No, but yeah, I yeah. think that movie is just it's one for the Oscars. <laughs> yeah. <right>. Wow, really? <laughs> what, what yeah. are you, Ryan? It's, it's not, really just one of the greatest movies. Um, all right, Ryan, what do you got? 
I was thinking about stop motion movies, and uh, I think everyone, uh, most people have seen it, but this is my favorite, I think, stop motion. Uh, a Year Without a Santa Claus. Yeah. And I think I've seen that. My I do not know favorite. what that is. is that the you don't? One? Have you ever seen like the German Heat Miser and the Snow Miser? The Heat yeah. Miser. Show. Um, <laughs> it's the same, it's the same anime. Yeah. I don't think they're in that yeah. movie though, right? A Year Without Christmas. I think this is one of like, the, the first ones in that. I think they're in, they're in it. The first one was Rudolph, I think, in that like whole like. I remember world. there was one where he becomes Santa, and that which is I think what was that Blue Christmas. I don't think Rudolph is in a year without a uh, Santa Claus. At I all. think this is the was uh, no this, like this the first the one, one. Like the German like guy. in that whole like in that whole world, Rudolph was like the first movie. Oh maybe I don't. Is it all like? One I think it's all in the same like, yeah, like realm. They're in, they're in it. The, in the original poster. Oh yeah, the year yeah. Without Santa Claus. Nineteen seventy-four. Uh, That's seventy. Because it's the same Santa. Yeah, I was in the room. But you get to see Santa. you get to see Santa just go into the world and they're like ask about kids like you guys still care about Santa even though he looks like exactly like Santa and he's an old yeah. man asking about Santa. So like it's kinda like what's going on here. And then he has like dinner with a young boy yeah, who's like, like yeah. I still believe in Santa. Yeah. But the highlight of the movie is this heat miser and the snow miser and going to war with their song. I'm Mr. <laughs> All right. Well if you check that one out, I don't know that one. Uh Luke, what do you got? Um well, this isn't technically a Christmas movie, but it takes place around Christmas time. Uh, I'm going to say Batman Returns. Yes. Uh, yes. That I remember watching as a child. Like it came out right around that. Christmas, if yeah. I remember. The first like, the first Batman famously came out in the summer of 89. I remember that. Yeah. And then Batman Returns came out in uh, 92, I think. And that came out around Christmas time, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. This is It was the se- right the second Tim Burton movie. Uh, well, second Batman yeah, movie, yeah. Yeah, second Tim Burton Batman, and I who, who was it was Catwoman was in it. Danny Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman, Danny DeVito's yeah. in it. Um, and what's his name? Shrek. Um, uh, what's his hey, face? Hey. Um, Christopher Walken Christopher is in Walken. it. Uh, yeah, it is a very weird, twisted, it's creepy. It's very Batman like, movie. I it probably is better than the first Batman. I think. I'm not a big fan of the the. the the, the key 1989 Batman with. Oh, I just think that movie looks absolutely incredible. Oh, I agree. Uh, I think Tim Burton does a good job. But Batman Begins is, I th- or Batman Returns is even weirder and better. Um, and yeah, yeah like Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman is pretty iconic. Um, so, so is the. Uh, the penguin in that movie is yeah yeah, yeah. kind of gross and he's definitely yeah. like gross but like creeps you out but like you don't expect mm. that from Danny DeVito like <laughs> yeah again casting against it's like, type. So like your loving uncle like that's yeah. that's, that's not him like he like bit a guy's nose like he's like eating raw fish like in the middle of like a room like it's yeah hmm. I loved him who do you right? play he plays the penguin. the penguin. Oh, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> he just plays some rando that eats fish. <laughs> the Mr. Fish, man. Danny, come on set and eat some fish. Uh, fish all right, fish Jeff, man. what do you got? All right, so I think it would be a crime to not talk about this movie if we're talking about holiday movies. So, um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I think it's the best Christmas the, movie. Uh, animated one, right? No, not the animated one. No. The Jim Carrey one? The Jim Carrey one. The animated one I sucked. Love, no, no. Nah. Wait, wait. Not the one illum- like the, like the, the, the Ill- 2D animation one is good. Well, well, the, the one way back, yeah, like, the, like, yeah, that one's like that Jim Carrey one is the Jim Carrey one. Weird. I love the. Jim Carrey the Jim, it's such a. It's a perfect Christmas movie. Yeah, like it, I think it shows like all of like the Christmas things perfectly, and uh, like I, I think like there's some movies like that just don't like like show like the true spirit of Christmas, and I think that one just perfectly shows. Yeah, it. all like, your picks have been uh, 
this a good spirit of Christmas. Pick. I know. The it's, wonderful life. I just think his life. costume looks so gross. Like I think it looks so real. I think he plays the role yes, so well. He really moves so nice. It looks so real. Yeah, it, uh, like all the facial movements and the body language. The wow. smile, the face smile that he could yeah. still do. Going like like the, the camera. Oh, yeah, like that. Like that. Yeah, the, yeah. Like, yeah, all the people who saw that. <laughs> yeah. It's just an audio uh, format here. <laughs> no, soon we got to get like right, a camera. We'll get here. a camera pretty soon. All right, for my pick, <laughs> I picked added. one that no one has ever seen. I always talk about it at Christmas. I love it. And I feel like nobody's ever seen this movie. It is from 1991. It is a movie called 29th Street. And it involves... Um, so it's based, it's loosely based on a true story. It takes place in the 70s, 1976, New York City. And it takes place on Christmas Eve. And Anthony LaPaglia, who is actually Australian, but he a lot of times shows up in movies playing sort of an American Italian Italian American guy. Um, he plays a guy named Frank Pesci who was New York City or New York State's first lottery winner. New York City's first lottery winner. Is this a true story? It's loosely based on a true story. And it's Christmas Eve and he ends up in a um, NYPD um, prison cell. He's arrested and he tells his story of how he ended up there that night. And um, it involves um, kind of his, his, all his life he's been lucky. And his father, played by the great Danny Aiello, uh, has always been sort of unlucky. The movie takes place in Queens. It's sort of, uh, you know, Italian-American sort of uh, kind of New York City story. And I feel like it came out in 1991, sort of in the shadow of uh, Goodfellas. So I think it kind of got lost in the shuffle of a lot of movies that came out after Goodfellas that sort of had that sort of New York City kind of Italian-American mob sort of veneer to it. Mm. And uh, this one is different. It's it's very kind of heartfelt, open-hearted. It's just, it's a beautiful kind of family Christmas movie. And Danny Aiello plays the father in it. I think he's great. And uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very good movie that I feel like a lot of people haven't seen. Uh, it's not really that dated. I feel like it's, you know, there's a little bit in the movie of kind of like that, hey, how you doing, bada boom, bada bing, kind of <laughs> early 90s <laughs> Italian sort of movie kind of stuff. But it's it's worth your while. 29th Street, and you could find it on, uh, it does not look like it's streaming. Uh, I think you could rent it on Amazon. So that is my pick. 29th Street. I love that movie. So that's never, uh, that's a good batch. Yeah, well, that's what we're here for. That's, uh, that's, that's the point of the podcast, I guess. And uh, we're going to mm-hmm. take a little break here. When we come back, we're going to talk about what we've uh, been watching over break here on the uh, Million Movie Podcast. So stay tuned. All right, we're back here. Um, so we talked about kind of our classic movies that we love, or maybe not so classics, uh, but just in general, we've we've been off from school now for let's say Thursday, so just under a I week, right? No, yeah. less than a week. Yeah. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So, what uh, what <laughs> yeah, do people? Oh, do we count Saturday, Sunday though? Yep. Because like it's Friday, yeah. Friday, it's what day? No. What uh, what have people been watching over break? Have been watching anything? I've watched a couple. You know, I watched I watched 
a little over half. Like I haven't, I still need to watch like the last fifty minutes of it. But Catch Me If You Can has been a great movie with Leonardo. You've never DiCaprio. seen that? I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Doesn't I've that have pod. a little Christmas vibe to it. It does. Well. There's a part of it. Yes, at the end, there's yeah. that great scene where he calls Tom Hanks uh, at Christmas time. Yeah, yeah Tom well, Hanks. He also gets some while he's making all, gets all, him a Cadillac. all the checks and stuff too. At yeah. Like the end. yeah, he gets him a Cadillac. I think. So, for the somewhat recently, I read yeah. online, or I read somewhere that I guess that that story is really yeah, well. Yeah. I guess it's really been debunked. Like, well, oh, so uh, yeah. it's a it's a true it story, but the FBI agent, um, what was his what was his name in the movie? Uh, I don't know. Uh, he says he's the he's from Boston. I forget Frank. His name. No, Frank Abagnale is the, the, oh. yeah, the, the the fake. Yeah, Tom right. Hanks' Frank. character. Tom Hanks is Tom Hanks. Yeah, um, Tom Hanks is a great. But anyways, actor, right? I I was watching a video about it, and I guess Tom Hanks' character is not based off of one person yeah. in particular because they didn't want to out him specifically. I guess I don't know some FBI stuff. So it's based on a uh, his character is based on multiple different uh, Carl Hanratty. Yeah. What was his name? Carl Hanratty. Yeah, Hanratty. So he was based off of multiple different agents put together into one. True, but I guess some of the the capers that guy went on have like not been able to been substantiated. Like what? Like when was this guy a pilot? When was he? But anyways, it's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, it is a nice. Uh, it's kind of a lark of a movie. You know, Leonardo DiCaprio doesn't always yeah. make sort of light movies, and this one is very yeah. fle- and. A uh, wonderful turn by Christopher Walken as his yeah. father. I believe yeah. he got nominated for an Oscar. I do not remember if he won or not, but he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor as Frank Abney Nail's real-life father. All right, so uh, what else have people been watching? Um, since last podcast, we talked about Batman a lot. It was on a couple of our lists, so I really like uh, like The Batman I with uh, Robert Pattinson I watched. So you had you seen it before? I, I yeah I've, oh, I think yeah. I saw it in, in theaters like three times. Oh, okay. It's a lot. Twice and you watch it again. Like nine hours break. of my life gone. But it's, yeah. I, I, I love the spe- Batman. I I honestly think it might be one of my. We're gonna have to do another podcast. It's a real like yeah. Batman top ten movie. Batman movies. I like. I just like how dark is it is. Batman? That yeah. opening monologue is no, like, but it's like so oh. it, it's it, it's it's more of like a realistic kind yeah. of thing of like a dude who's yeah. just like as much as I as much as I like the Christopher Nolan movies. Like there's a lot of like ridiculous magic computers in that movie. Like the Batman is one, like there's like the sonar. Yeah, yeah. but it, it, it's really just like him it's so, in a cave. It, it feels yeah. down to earth. Like it feels like it could happen. I think the Riddler's like it, little schemes are so like oh, the Riddler was of, like, a crazy villain. Oh, like the rat, and then it's like who's the rat? It's a it's such a good mystery yeah. movie too. And like, then the like all the clues leading up the news. to to his mm-hmm. murders and whatnot. It's just like, yeah, it's good. Was, like genuinely like a like a psychopath. Like yeah, yeah. Like, and the the interrogation. Scene. Something like I also the way like, he talks. Like, he's like just, just like love though. Like it's like how like it's not like a Batmobile. It's like bro. Yeah, it's a charger. I think yeah, right or a Challenger. It's, it's a Hellcat. No, like he. Is it? What is it? No, it's a Dodge. I think. Gotta get the SRT. I think it's a Dodge Challenger. Yeah, he's like a motorcycle for like the most part though. Yeah, but then he gets the then he gets the because he was I think there was a scene of him working on the the Batmobile at the beginning. And then he d- brings it out for the chase scene with Penguin, which is that's such a good scene. But yeah, yeah I think it's a Charger. Yeah, like an older Charger. Yeah, I love how, how it's like a motorcycle. Though, the music it, yeah. adds some like Stood realism. To yeah, so it's like, it's like it's yeah, it is real. Like you like if you see a Batmobile behind you, like yo, that's Batman. You're like, but bro, then, like, yeah. no, it's Batman. But then you but see like you some dude on a motorcycle, motorcycle like, like, yeah. like he, he's like a real like vigilante. Oh no, it's we're all wrong. 
It is a uh, it is a Plymouth Barracuda. Damn. Apparently, it's never, never heard. Never heard of Plymouth. I just I, I just also like how like no, in uh, like normally Bruce Wayne's like depicted as like this like very outgoing person, but like, like a realistically shot, yeah. like yeah, like he wouldn't like be like both of his parents were murdered. Yeah, and you can't be You can't be Batman yeah. and just like be a normal person when you walk yeah. outside. Yeah. That's like the realistic part, but like in the comics, it's kind of like an like Well, supposedly. I, this is never mentioned in the movie, but this is like this exists online. That apparently the the bat symbol on his chest of that costume the gun. is, the gun is made out of the gun. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So that is known. It's supposedly I, the gun. I, I wonder what the truth is behind it because it's like he Wait, pulls it out and killed like a his knife, parents. I didn't. I didn't know that. It's supposedly the gun that killed oh. his parents. Confirmed. Yeah. He I, melted it down like and turned theory. it into the bat. Symbol on his chest. It looks like, I think it looks that like the, the sequel like a, to that yeah. movie gotta be like one of my most anticipated. Oh, yeah. I just saw the, like being the, made. The, the leaks I, that come Penguin, out. Uh, isn't Penguin supposed to get a yeah, the TV Penguin show? show. Penguin's it's gonna be on it. Uh, it's gonna be on soon. Max, I believe. Yeah. Did they I love like the mob. Yeah, uh, well, there's there's like footage Gotham, in the the HBO commercial from Gotham, like like the show. Oh yeah, I love that. Gotham was amazing TV show. I love that show. Yeah. All right. Well, I watched last night. My wife and I watched on Netflix uh, "Leave the World Behind," I've which, heard it's good. Uh, yeah, it's one oh, of those movies where it's a Netflix movie. It really is a Netflix yeah. movie. It reminded me of, um, uh, Bird Box and oh, the other one, "Don't Look Up," where it's like a lot of people anything. seem to love these movies. They seem to attract a lot of viewers. They seem like they have the veneer of trying to say something and being very important and movies about the way we live now. And then it doesn't seem to add up to much. Like, and the endings are a bit uh, strange. Uh, this one is, I mean, I like a lot about it. The cast is great, although I didn't love. So the premise is um, this family takes a vacation out to uh, Long Island for the day they live in new york city and while they're at this airbnb the owner of the house so it's ethan hawk and julie roberts and their kids right. and then uh mahershala ali and his daughter show up and they claim that it's their house and they need to come there because stuff's going down in the city and then as the movie progresses it it you know it has a sort of haunted house sort of horror vibes to it as Things are happening outside, and they're not quite sure what, and, like, the world is sort of shutting down. And so, I mean, I like Mahershala Ali a lot in it. He's always yeah, brilliant. He was a great actor. The movie looks great. There's a lot of directorial flourishes with the camera that I, I think are a bit showy. It's a bit like, you know, look look what I can do with Netflix's money, I guess. Um, <laughs> who, who is the director? It is Sam Esmail, who I like a lot. He uh, directed Mr. Robot. He's responsible for Mr. Robot, which was the TV show. Yeah, with uh, so It definitely, yeah, and um, I'm not quite sure what it was saying about things. I feel like the messaging in it is very heavy-handed, um, and I don't particularly like end-of-the-world apocalypse movies and shows i don't really like that genre i, I find very, it very similar too and the mm. ending reminded me a lot of the ending of uh don't look up so kind of a bummer of an uh, ending and they don't well i won't spoil anything but yeah i <laughs> i thought there was a lot of interesting things in it but my wife read the book and she liked the book a lot and she said oh, a lot a book adaptation yes and kevin bacon's in it for a little bit he's a the prepper 
He's a prepper who lives uh, nearby. So um, it does make an interesting case, though, which I was very surprised for a Netflix movie. It does make the case for uh, physical media because once everything goes out, there's this weird subplot about the daughter just wants to finish watching Friends. She can't because there's no more streaming. So it sort of makes an argument for records and uh, DVDs. There's like very loving uh, camera shots of Mahershala Ali's record collection. And then later on in the movie, I won't kind of spoil it, but they're, uh, they, they, there's a shot of a, uh, a gigantic DVD collection which is kind of beautiful. So so I watched that. I didn't love it, and it was very much a very Netflixy movie. It reminded me of, of, like I said, it reminded me of Bird Box a bit and uh, uh, Don't Look Up. I and, like those uh, movies, though, Bird Box and Don't Look Up. Yeah, I, I mean, a lot of people do. I don't, don't really up. care the, for them. The message was kind of like, it like slapped you in the face. Yes, well, that yeah. was the, like... The, yes, this movie movies. like literally slaps you in the face with like we are too attached to technology. So yeah, that that's what don't look up. That, like that a scene bit. with yeah. the Teslas is don't look up. Well, I'm also that scene with the Teslas is is crazy, and I'm also like, man, that really is like on the nose. Like I'm, I mean, I'm, I, I yeah, that that scene was that scene where she's driving back down the road yeah, was pretty harrowing. Um, so that was, uh, kind of creepy, but yeah, it's creepy. It is edgy. Like I was kind of tense watching it. Um, but I didn't think there was a payoff at the end. I didn't love it. So, um, yeah, that's what I watched. So anything else over the, the break? Um, me and Jacob uh, fell asleep last night to, uh, to get out. I was there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Luke was there. Yeah. I was in the fetal. I position. was in the other room. But I don't even know if he fell asleep to the movie. He might have just been sleeping so before it. <laughs> Had you ever seen that before? Yeah. Man, a couple times. Yeah, yeah I've seen Get Out. Yeah, I do like movies. Actually, unsettling. Jordan Peele's directorial debut. Yeah. In his best. I think that's one of Daniel. How do you say his last name? Kaluuya. Yeah. That's his one of his best performances. Well, have you ever seen? Um, I feel like that's. I haven't seen Nope, but I've seen Us. Did you see Judah? Jude and the Black Messiah. Yeah. That's what that is one of my favorite. Yeah, I mean, he won the Oscar for that. I have yeah. that five star on Letterboxd. Jude and the Black Messiah. It's very good. Movies I've seen. It's very yeah, it's sad very and dark, but yeah, he's dark. he's great. The Black yeah. It didn't. Oh, Judas and the Black Messiah. I think it's called. Who uh, who who was the director for that? Wasn't it? Uh, I don't know. Was it like Jude and the Black Messiah? Is I don't know why. Isn't I it? I can figure it out. I don't, Spike? I don't know. Spike Lee. Was that a Spike Lee? Wasn't it Spike Lee? I do not think it's Spike Lee joint. The Spike Lee. I think it was Spike Lee. I, think, I, I, I feel like that's right, but he made the Black Klansman. Oh, he made Black Klansman, which is also another. Watched that. That movie is fantastic. Yeah, we watched Black Klansman the other day. Yeah, Black Klansman. very good. Yeah, but yeah, like dude, Get Out. Like one of like the best things I think about it is like there's no like like real like jump scares, but like but it's it's like it's such a weird concept. The part of like the guy like running on like the lawn. On, it yeah. makes you so uncomfortable to where it's like, like it's like the, unsettling and like the thought it's a, yeah it's is, an unsettling movie like, the thought of what they did to them is so like scary that oh. like they like just lure them in like all the time and yeah. it's just like like it's like when when the reveal are we allowed to talk about like the spoilers because oh it's uh, been a, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't so like, like spoil it I wouldn't like spoil the actual like what happens I've, I've never seen it <laughs> yeah, the, the, I wouldn't spoil. It. I'm just, just saying when you learn what happens, you're like it changes everything. What like the girlfriend does, like that's just like 
bro that's crazy. yeah and you see like the like her like Pictures. all the the maid and like the just say like, enough about it to make people the maid watch and like the, yeah. the yard uh, worker the guy is like actually yeah. like they're like judas and the black messiah that sprinting yeah. scene is so eerie i'm just yeah. saying, i'm like oh. it's directed by shaka king well, I'm not that Shaka familiar Khan. with Shaka King. Genghis Khan. I'm a big fan of Lakeith Stanfield. Yes, I love him movie. so much. He's in a great yeah. movie with the. Uh, oh, he was in Get Out too. He's yeah, he's he in was. a great he's movie with the. Uh, at the beginning, and then he yeah. shows up. He's in a great movie this. with the problematic Jonathan Majors. Uh, it's a Netflix movie. It's called The Heart of They Fall. It's a western with an oh, all black that. cast. Yeah, it is. Awesome. I've seen. I feel like I, I saw. A I love Lakeith Stanfield. It, so it's it, Jonathan Majors is in it. Lakeith Stanfield is in it. Oh. Regina King, I believe, is in it. Uh, she plays the bad guy in it. I think I watched the trailer. Of it's this. awesome. I'm pretty sure I've seen it. I'm yeah. pretty sure I loved it. I don't really remember a lot about it though. It's uh, <laughs> it is it is great. Yeah, I remember that. I, so. I think Get Out. <laughs> Get Out is like essential watch these days. It's I think so it's a modern good, like classic, bro. like one of those movies that people look down as like, yeah, that's one of the better movies. Yeah, it's yeah. it's cause like it it really just like, like hits you and yeah. like also it's a it, is it a, gets you thinking. I started it watching a, it, it once a and then commentary. I fell asleep. It's like a it is a racial commentary is, about yeah. like you know the tokenization of African Americans and like higher end white society. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Like, and like, like you know it's good. Yeah, it is a good one. Um, all right, well let's leave it there. We'll take a quick break and then we'll uh, say our goodbyes and uh, talk about maybe the next episode. So. uh Stay tuned here for our goodbyes here on uh, the Million Movie Podcast. Stay tuned. All right, wrapping things up here. I think it was a good episode. Another solid uh, hour or so. So we'll be back maybe next week. What are we doing next week? Our, our movies we watched in 2024? I think the 2020 year in review. Should we do an award? Depends on yeah, when, this, when this podcast even comes out. I think we could do like an award. Like thing. We should, maybe. I think we could turn it around. But now that I got the hang of what I have to do, uh, I could turn this around pretty quickly. We could, so like, we could make, make like a schedule. I have to watch some like specifically. Yeah, I think yeah. we need to sign like, like, like a yeah, yeah, I gotta watch, homework. I gotta yeah, watch so a bunch. That's why I was yeah. we could do like awards and then you know, we know what we're watching. Like, We've all got to like make like a list for all of us to watch. Yeah. All this year. Like if you don't watch it, like yeah. don't show up. Well, I don't know if we all have to watch the same thing. I think if we all come in kind of with movies we watched and then movies. things we liked. Yeah. Uh, There's a few that they have to be 2023 movies though yeah. for that episode. Oh. Not like movies from 20 years ago that you're just kind of getting around to. <laughs> I forgot about uh, this one. Yeah. So it's got to be within the calendar year and if you look back, I mean, there's some I forgot about from like I don't know where like to find From like January. List. Yeah, that's the like, thing. Like you forget March about like May. Not even like January or June. Like I can't even remember. Like yeah. Barbenheimer's like the last like where I yeah. memories. I, I, I need what, like what speaking of that though, I need to watch Oppenheimer. I haven't seen no, it. I haven't seen it either. I watched so. it again and I loved it. Where'd you yeah, watch it? I remember you were saying yeah. well, so we all went to see it like the first time. Yeah. yeah. But like like towards like the end I was getting like kinda like disengaged because like oh, you so zoned long. out. Like yeah. I was kinda like uncomfortable as well. Like, yeah, that's kinda what happened to me. I started getting I started getting so cold. I was like I was like I remember I was sitting I remember Jay I thought 
like the subject matter. No, 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 yeah, I was like, uh, I don't. Uh, the second time I watched, I was locked in. I understood everything. I sat next to you. I was sitting next to you. It was so cold, and this lady, her perfume was it was rocking off. What flavor was it? I don't know. Just. Salt yeah, you, there was an old lady sitting near us. Salt I remember that. Well, there's a few I want to see. Oppenheimer's mom. Where are we supposed to? Where are we supposed to wrap this up? Right now? Yeah, we got wrapped up. So we're gonna go forever. This has been the Million Movie Podcast. Uh, it's Beyond been Jake Savoy. Thank you guys for watching. Ryan, listen. Thank you, Luke. Jeff Hello, thank, and Mr. Geary, uh, we'll see you probably next week. Uh, yeah. We'll, yeah. We can maybe bang Turn one out. Yeah. Every, for the rest of us, uh, yeah. hope enjoy, everyone had a Merry Christmas. Yeah, enjoy your break. Have a good, safe uh, New Year. And uh, we'll see everybody uh, next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.